If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. One of the things that Jess wanted to help us do is look more at our copy and make sure that inside of our copy, the goal is super clear. The communication around that goal is concise. And if somebody were to skim the information, it would make total sense to them what we were trying to do. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Happy New Year. If I had sound effects, I would have a really cool sound effect right there. Wishing you a super happy new year. We are in a massive season of transition as a family. We have officially moved out of our home in Duluth. And we are located up the North Shore in Minnesota while we anticipate the completion of our dream home build. We were hoping that we were going to be able to move from one home to the other. But like most things in life, good things come to those who wait. And so we're just a few weeks behind schedule. And so we are hunkered down in the woods with tons of snow and enjoying this time as a family before we move on into our new home. And so new year, new you, I'm all for it. We are so excited to move into our new home, but we will continue being as patient as humanly possible. And I just wanted to wish you a super happy new year. If you are someone that craves the energy of a fresh start, whether it's a Monday or a brand new month or a brand new year, I hope you are feeling fired up about all of the possibilities that this year can hold for you. I'm so excited to walk alongside of you through this year. And if you're somebody who's like, screw the new year, you can change any time of the year. I'm with you on that as well. However, I will take any fresh start given to me. And I'm really excited to see what 2023 has in store for us. Speaking of which, I am so excited about today's episode. I am sharing about something that I have not publicly talked about at all. And that is I hired a CMO, a chief of marketing for my company. 
And I'm so excited to walk through why I hired the four main pillars of what we're working through together, what my experience has been like, and what I am so excited about. And so today I'm going to dissect why I made this crucial hire, why the timing was perfect, and what we've been up to behind the scenes. So without further ado, let's dive on into today's episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Here we go. If you need a new, interesting, and inspiring podcast to add to your rotation, well, you've got to check out No Straight Path, hosted by Ashley Menzies Babatunde, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. You might recognize her name. Ashley was a guest on Gold Digger last year, and it was so awesome to hear her story and why she started her show. By shedding light on the stories behind the shiny resumes and social media highlights and job titles, No Straight Path aims to humanize success from the millennial perspective. Featuring guests from all walks of life, No Straight Path aims to inspire conversations around the nuanced perspective of success. Listen to No Straight Path wherever you get your podcasts. So something that's a little crazy and sometimes shocking for people is the fact that I have solely been responsible for the marketing of my company since I started it back in 2010. I have never had a marketing person on my team. I've never hired a marketing contractor. It has always been me behind all of the strategy in my own business. And a lot of times that surprises people because a business of my size usually has a fully devoted marketing team. And part of the reason why I've never done it is just because I love strategy. Like strategy to me is so much fun. I love thinking about it. I feel really confident in my strategy. But I also still love to be deeply connected to my followers, to my listeners, to the people in my sphere. And sometimes I fear that when marketing gets detached from that mission, it can land flat and it can really disconnect the creative person from their mission. And it was funny because I recently hired another person who will be coming on the show soon. And she was asking me, she's like, okay, who does your Instagram strategy? And I was like, me. And she's like, okay, but who posts for you? Does somebody on your team log in? I said, no, it's me. She's like, who responds to your DMs? I was like, me. I do all of that. And while I love that fact about myself, it is also imperative to know that it's okay to ask for help, which is exactly what I ended up doing and why I ended up making a critical hire. So before I talk about this hire, I kind of wanted to share the context of the season I was in when I made this hire and why it felt like the right timing and also why it wasn't quite the right timing, which was a mistake on my end. So after my book came out, which was a smashing success, thank you to every single one of you who bought a copy and read a copy of How Are You Really? I am so proud of my book. I kind of hit this season of, I don't know what's next. I mean, I had been so focused on writing and editing and promoting and marketing my book that I had been consumed for well over a year on one project. And so when I kind of put my head above water, I found myself being like, okay, now what? Like, what do I want to do? I've done so many amazing things, so many things I never even dreamt of doing. What's next? And I recorded an entire podcast about that feeling because I feel like nobody really talks about it. But that was where I found myself. And it was so interesting because when I was in that season, I started to journal. And I've talked about my journaling practice on this podcast. I've shared about how it really changed my life. 
And in journaling, I started to really recognize that, yes, I am absolutely obsessed with marketing and business. Like this podcast is the number one marketing podcast. I love that stuff. But beyond being known as a marketer and a businesswoman, like I am more obsessed with people living lives that they love, like lives that feel good, that you don't have to fake to enjoy. And for me, entrepreneurship was the solution to that. But I've really had this realization that entrepreneurship is not for everyone. And in that realization, it really opened me up of wanting to share more about my life and lifestyle stuff. I've loved sharing about our home build process. I love talking about motherhood. This morning, I told one of my friends, she had sent me over her baby registry. And I was like, let me review it for you. Because a lot of times when you're not a mom, you don't know what you actually need. And I sent her this five minute video. And at the end, I was like, Oh my gosh, if I could do like anything, I would love to like support moms through the postpartum period. I just I love it. I love supporting people through it. It's such a huge identity change. It's such a time of healing. It's such a time of adjustment. And so I just started recognizing like some of these things that like I'm obsessed with have absolutely nothing to do with marketing and business. So where does that leave me and my brand? And what's super interesting is that the person I hired, her name is Jess. She actually reached out to me and pitched me on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is not a platform that I log into super consistently. But for some reason, I was on LinkedIn. I was in my inbox on there and I saw her message and it really piqued my interest. When I peeked at her profile, I saw that she had worked with brands like Lululemon and Pottery Barn. And she had just sent me a really interesting message about what she does as a CMO. And not just a CMO, she's a fractional CMO, which I'll explain. And so I saw her message a few months after she had originally sent it, but I responded to it right away. And something I loved about Jess was that she had read my book. So she knew kind of where I was at in my life and maybe some of the things I was feeling. And so it was just this really organic thing. And one trend you might start to recognize on this podcast is that a lot of times when people pitch me and they actually see that there's a need that they can fill for me, I am all ears. And so I got on the phone with Jess. Now, before we dive on in any further, maybe you're wondering, okay, what is a CMO? So a CMO is a chief marketing officer. They are responsible for overseeing an organization's marketing strategy. So a CMO can kind of help a company achieve its business goals by developing and implementing effective marketing plans, analyzing market trends, and identifying new opportunities for growth. And what I also love is a CMO can help a company improve its brand recognition and customer relationships, which can ultimately lead to increased revenue and profitability. So in short, a CMO can be a super valuable asset to any organization that is looking to grow and succeed in the marketplace. And it was so wild because I never even thought about hiring a CMO. I hadn't even really thought about getting help when it came to marketing. But then I read Jess's message to me and I was like, hmm, let's get on the phone. And it's so funny because I remember our conversation like it was yesterday. I was at my lake house, Quinn was napping. Drew and Coco were running errands and I was just walking laps on the driveway with our baby monitor. And I was super curious about Jess's proposal and just what she could offer. And so we were kind of diving deeper into my marketing, what was working, what wasn't, what was worth our time and effort. And something that I really loved and I kept coming back to on my conversation with Jess 
was like, I love what we're doing. Like it is not broken. It is working. But I want to see if there's opportunity to have less effort and more results. I want ease in my life. And I don't just want ease for me, but I want it for my team as well. And so we kept talking about like, okay, we have these incredible systems and we have these strategies and we're really, really, really good at executing. But I want to analyze like, is all the work that we're doing, is it paying off? Is it making sense? Is it driving results? And something to note here is my team is amazing. I mean, everyone on my team has been with me for years We have been through a lot of life together. My whole team is remote. Most of my team are mothers. Pretty much all of my team is women. And we have been in this really interesting season where a lot of my team members are becoming moms. So in the last year, we had four babies born on my team, which is almost half of my team having a child. And I've just felt this kind of shift. Like, I mean, it's impossible to not transform when you have a baby. But I felt this even bigger shift of like wanting to create a business that provides the opportunity for balance for working moms and provides flexibility. And so when I was talking to Jess, it wasn't necessarily like, I want to grow my business. I want to explode my business. It was like, I just want to make sure that everything that we're spending our precious time on is driving a result or can we get it off of our plates to simplify things. And so it was a really beautiful conversation that I had with her. And Jess is a mom of two little ones as well. And so I just feel like she understood the point, the vision, the goal. So one of the big things that I wanted to analyze with the help of a CMO was just looking at all of our efforts and making sure that everything was being tied to a direct result. My team is so incredible at following workflows and systems. And over the past few years, we have created this kind of rhythm whether it's for our email marketing or how we show up in a Facebook group or what we share on Instagram, like every single platform has a process, which we follow to a T. We are a team of incredible executors. And so it's been amazing because obviously it's working for us, but we've never really dove deep into looking at things like which platforms perform the best for us or where are our results directly coming from. So for example, Did you know that I blog multiple times a week? For me, I share so much on my blog. A lot of times people don't even know that that's a resource. We have a ton of different business resources on there, how-tos, tutorials, step-by-step processes. I share a lot about my life, whether it's like behind-the-scenes life updates about motherhood or what my favorite products are or even personal posts about things like building our home. Like We spend a lot of time creating blog content. And one of the things that we got really right in 2020 was when everyone was like panicking about the new world we found ourselves in and creating new offers and selling, selling, selling. We went internal. We went behind the scenes and we started focusing on micro tweaks. Like when I think about strategy, I don't often think about all the shiny things that people see. Like I think about like, What tiny things can we do that can yield big results, not just for today, but for months or years to come? So when we look back at 2020, like we made some really smart moves. We focused on micro tweaks like search engine optimization. We focused on our list building efforts. We focused on updating our ad copy, cleaning up our marketing campaigns. And the cool thing about that is we are still reaping the rewards of that work specifically. 
And so it was really interesting when talking to Jess, because I was like, I'm not interested in a total overhaul, so to speak. I just want to focus on some of those micro tweaks and shifts that might not be noticed outwardly, but would be reflected internally in the results that we could drive. So Jess and I have been working together for a few months. And one of the biggest mistakes that I made in this whole process, which I take full ownership for, was I hired her right when we were in the thick of some launches. And so what Jess needs in order to do her job is a ton of data, right? She needs to be able to pull all of the information from all of the places and get a deep dive into what we were currently doing. And we were in the thick of launches and execution. And so it was interesting because I'm like, if we should have, in hindsight, waited another month or two until we were fully ready as a team to start getting all that data organized for Jess. But we worked through it and it was amazing. And so it was just one of those things as a leader that like timing is important. And I was just so excited to start working with Jess that I was like, let's get going right away. If you've ever listened to any of my episodes about hiring, like when I hire, I'm like ready to run. If I see the value and the benefit in something, I'm like, all right, give me the contract. Let's go. And so it was kind of interesting timing, but we ended up nailing down four main pillars that we wanted to focus on in terms of my company. And that's what we've been doing behind the scenes for the last few months. So the first thing that we really wanted to focus on, and this should not be a surprise to you. I just had an entire episode all about this episode number 628 about email list building. And so as you can imagine, hiring a CMO, I really wanted to focus our efforts on our email marketing. So we have kind of put our heads together and we've looked at some different ways that we can really hone in on our strategy when it comes to email marketing. So one of those things is we have made the decision to test out a different model of our welcome sequence. So when a new email subscriber comes onto our email list, they get our welcome sequence. And what's really interesting is, is about four years ago, before Coco was born, I built out our current welcome sequence. It has been running for four years, which is pretty impressive. And of course, we've updated it every single year. But the main structure and foundation of that has stayed the same over the last four years. And what's crazy is, is that the sequence that I built four years ago was six months long. So it was a six month long welcome sequence, which is not super common. Now, partially why I built it that way was because I was taking a maternity leave and I wanted to make sure that people were still getting served while I was on leave. But I also built it that way super strategically so that it was this long flow where by the end of the six months, someone would be aware of every single offer that I have and they would have been invited to check out more. So they're kind of guided on this path of like, here's what's available for you. Here's what I can teach you. Here's what I know. Here's what I've got waiting for you. And so it was a six month long funnel, which is amazing, right? But a lot of times because people were on that long welcome sequence, they would miss the opportunities to hear about what we were currently doing, right? We could pause the welcome sequence, but then it doesn't flow quite right. And so we were kind of faced with this conundrum. Obviously, the six month funnel worked really well for us. It served us well. But one of the things that we wanted to do with Jess's help was figure out, is there a way to shorten it, to simplify it and to guide people on the path better? So one of the things that we've been working on is just shortening our communication. Like, clearly, I love to talk. I am long winded. If you are a personal friend of mine, it is no surprise when I send you a four minute long voice note. 
I love communicating, but one of the things that Jess wanted to help us do is look more at our copy and make sure that inside of our copy, the goal is super clear. The communication around that goal is concise. And if somebody were to skim the information, it would make total sense to them what we were trying to do. Another thing that has been so helpful for me, and this is something I've been working on outside of everything with our CMO, is just looking at all of our marketing through this lens of assuming that no one knows anything about anything. And what I mean by this is a lot of times we are so close to our own products and launches and offers that things seem like common sense to us, right? We're living and breathing and creating around these things that we're so passionate about that we know from the inside out. But what happens in our marketing is a lot of times if we're writing our copy, there are a lot of assumptions in there. We assume that people know that I have this podcast or we assume that they know that I'm a mom of two and I live in Minnesota. There are a lot of times where we assume that people know more than they do. And that can be a huge hindrance when it comes to marketing. If you're listening to this, I want for you to adopt this one mindset that can totally help you with your marketing in the new year. And that is assume that people know nothing. Assume that they've never read a single email. Assume that they do not follow you on social media. Assume that they've never landed on your website. Assume that this is the first time they are interacting with you. That will absolutely change the way that you write copy, whether it's email copy, blog copy, social media copy. Just go from that place. And so something that we've been doing that has been so helpful with Jess is Jess doesn't know our business like the back of her hand, right? Like we, my team and I have been living, breathing and doing this for years. So, so much of it is just so common sense to us, but it has been so helpful having someone outside of our organization to be like, Hey, what do you mean when you use this acronym? Or why would somebody know what this bonus is? You haven't even shared it and things like that. And so we've been catching these opportunities to add a lot more clarity to our marketing. And it has been so helpful. I know even the other day I was reviewing some copy and I was like, wait a minute, guys, we're assuming that somebody knows this. They don't know that. Let's assume they don't know it. So if you can just approach marketing with the assumption that people know nothing, you can have a lot more clarity and you can make things super, super easy to follow. You can give people a better experience. We all have bad habits. My bad habit is that I work with a million tabs open. Like literally, as I'm talking to you, I have so many tabs open. I can't even see what the tabs are. I am the worst. Does anyone else do this? Now, the thing is, is that bad habits tend to find their way into our businesses too. From emailing clients at 2am or spending way too much time and money on legacy software your IT person grandfathered in or taking on tasks just because you can, not because you should. Well, it is time to break up with the bad business habits and break in new ways to bring our A-game in 2023. HubSpot's all-in-one connected CRM platform can help you there. It makes it easy to better connect your teams, data, and systems so that you can better connect with your customers. Best of all, it is free to get started. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better in 2023 and get a special offer of 20% off on eligible plans at HubSpot.com slash Gold Digger. Gold Diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. 
A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Another focus on our email strategy that Jess has implemented is just this big focus on segmentation and personalization. The previous funnel, which was a fantastic tool for what we needed at the time, took everyone through the same journey. Whereas what we're working on in building out now is a new welcome series that is designed first and foremost to serve and give my subscribers exactly what they need for their life or business at exactly the right time. So We are trying to enter conversations that the subscriber is already having in their head and show up with the resource already available. And so we're kind of putting you in the seat of your experience, almost like a choose your own adventure novel, right? You get to say, here's what I need help with. And then we get to say, here's what we got for you. And so that has been both a challenge and it's also been exciting because at the end of the day, I know that one of the only things that I can offer that is different than everyone else out there who does things similar to me is an experience that is memorable and that I show up for people. And so I'm really excited about how we're focusing on simplifying, being more concise in our messaging and segmentation and personalization to give people this awesome experience with me and with my team. And so that's the first thing we've been focusing on. The second thing we've been focusing on is UTM. I actually had to Google what UTM is because if you would have asked me, I would have guessed it was like unique tracking. It's actually Urchin Tracking Module, which is like the weirdest acronym ever. Not at all. I would have never guessed that in a million years. But UTM is basically a simple code that can be attached to any URL to generate Google Analytics data for digital campaigns. And so this has been a huge focus for us because this will help us understand what channels are responsible for the results so that we can go deeper on those. And then maybe in turn, we can let go of some of the processes that aren't moving the needle. The thing is, we don't necessarily know which is moving the needle, which platform, which strategy is working. And so setting up this UTM or deeper tracking in analytics is going to be a total game changer for us. Now, let me also say here that this has terrified me. Like, again, we are coming from a place of if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but we are fixing things. And as a marketing person, I can fully see why this will be absolutely beneficial. But it is a little scary. It requires a lot of dissecting and pulling apart things and updating platforms and like going through campaigns. And so there's a part of me that's like, this is a heavy lift. 
but it will be a heavy reward. So inside of this main bucket, a couple of the things that we've been doing is we've been trying to figure out our tracking infrastructure setup. So we want to set up better tracking across all the digital channels, web, social, email, blog, etc. so that we can see what things that we do within the business are driving results. And then again, we can dial those up more and scale back on what's not working. This is also going to help us because you can actually set up tracking automation. So we want to remove as much of the manual tracking as possible so that our team doesn't have to always be tracking things. I'll explain a little bit more about this. But right now, we are doing a lot of the tracking on our own and just updating a scorecard each week. And so what I love about this system is that if we set it up correctly, it'll automate a lot of those tracking results for us. We also want to have visualization. So I want to be able to see data dashboards so that we can easily identify trends within the business and then use that data to learn, shift, and repeat more of what's working as we go. So a lot of times, we don't have these super visual snapshots of, here's this campaign. Here's what's driving the results. Oh my gosh, Like, look at this trend. Let's ride this trend out or let's dissect why did this happen this way. And so that's been really, really huge. All of this goes back to my big goal of just understanding what is working so that we can go deeper and not wider and create more efficiencies for the team. So we are really working towards a four-day work week as a team. That is something that we all are really wanting. Again, so many of us have young little babies. And so a four-day work week is something that we want. And so how we can set this up for that deeper tracking and analytics and automation can be a total game changer for us. I'm super excited to be able to track directly per channel because we have these processes and these systems that we execute incredibly with every launch, whether it's from the podcast to the blog to Instagram to emails. And so I am just so excited and also wildly curious to see what efforts are driving the meat of our results. And so I'm really excited about this part. Right now, we're actually going through and vetting different companies that can help us set all of this up for us. And so it's been an interesting process just to see what companies can work with the platforms that we're on and help us get this set up. But I am so excited and I'm sure I will be sharing some of the reporting once we start to get it on what is moving the needle the most. But I'm really excited, also slightly terrified, but more so excited about this one. So the third thing that we are working on is our scorecard and metric system. So years ago, I had an episode on here with my business coach where he challenged me to set up a scorecard. And the episode, we were talking about why it's so important to have KPIs, which is key performance indicators. Basically, you want to be tracking all of your efforts. And so we've had this scorecard set up for years. I did it after I was advised to do it. But it's kind of been more of an afterthought. It's been something that we fill out every single week. But I admittedly haven't dove super deep into it. It's not necessarily a place where we are having weekly meetings, even though in a perfect world, we would. And each team member is reporting their data and their analytics. And if they're in the green, they can talk about what's going really well. And if they're in the red, they can talk about what they're doing to get back to green. And so this is something that I really want to get a handle on. So a lot of you know, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Amy Porterfield and I, we talk daily. And Amy and I often joke about how differently we run our businesses. Her and I have a lot in common. But one of the things that I think is so funny is if she's in a launch, like I'll check in on her like, how's it going? 
And she'll be able to tell me like down to the very dollar what their goal is, if they're short, if they're above it. Like her team and their tracking is so mind-blowingly awesome. And I always joke because I'm like, yeah, we don't do like we don't do that. We don't have that. And she always reminds me like, hey, it's pretty incredible that you run a business at that scale and you guys aren't constantly, you know, looking at scorecards and indicators and all these things. Like it's okay to not be that way. But I want to take a little bit of Amy's fire and like put that into my business because I was recently listening to Time Genius, Marie Forleo's course. And one of the modules was talking about the importance of tracking the things that we want to get results from in our life, whether it's your health or your business or your routines or your habits. And she kept just saying, like, if you want to grow something, you've got to track it. And it makes total sense when you think about the science behind it. Like, when you're tracking something, you're paying closer attention to it, you're maybe celebrating your wins, you're able to course correct faster. And so after listening to Marie inside of the course and my multiple conversations with Amy, where she just knows exactly what they're aiming for, I really wanted to prioritize creating this new system around our scorecard and our metrics. And I personally still want to stay like, so we're not super structured where we live and die by this scorecard. But I want to be able to say like on a month to month basis, here's where we're at. If this is trending down, how are we going to put our marketing efforts behind this area of the business to get it back into the green? And I think that this can be really huge for us because my team loves having goals. My team is super competitive. Whenever we do affiliate launches, we always want to be number one. And so I'm like, how do we take some of that competitive spirit and bring it into our own business in different ways that allow us to have these milestones we can celebrate and also troubleshoot strategically around each other? And so this is something that we're working on setting up. And I'm really excited about it because I want to create a business where we do get on the phone or we get on our team meeting and everyone reports about their area. And we can also celebrate these really clear wins so that it's not just something that we're seeing you know, at the end of the year or when we randomly pull analytics. That I am super excited about. And I think that when we get this whole UTM thing set up, it's also going to help us forecast correctly and really know what we're aiming for. And one final thought on this before I move on to the last one, something that was really interesting for me in this last year was because of my book launch, we just had a really different year when it came to our revenue structure. We've been really consistent as a company, which is such a blessing considering what we've been through these last few years. And something that was interesting is because we aren't tracking things so specifically, or we're not running and gunning for certain results every single month, all of a sudden, when the book launch ended, I was like, Oh, man, like we got to make up some revenue here. Like, because we were so focused on the book launch, we missed different opportunities that we usually would have launched our own products or courses or had internal launches. And so this kind of put forth this dream of like, I want to have this scorecard so that I know from a month to month basis, if we want to hit our goals, this is what we need to be hitting so that we can strategically as a team brainstorm together and work together and then put our marketing efforts in the places to make sure that we are running and hitting those goals on a month to month basis. So I'm really excited about that. It's been really awesome for me to have somebody that is kind of understanding the whole marketing strategy of the whole brand and the goal. And so having her helping us with what this all looks like and how it can all work has been really, really pivotal for us and has been super, super helpful. 
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive members membership sites, and so much more. Over the years, Kajabi has been my rock from hosting my signature courses like the Pinterest lab to handling transactions without taking a single penny of my money. That's right. You get to keep 100% of what you earn. With Kajabi, you get powerful analytics, simple payment options, effective email marketing tools, and beautiful website templates that you can customize. And here's a little secret. You don't need a massive following to earn a great income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi who are making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers, and you can be one of them. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash goal. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash goal. Join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion today at kajabi.com slash goal. The last area that we've been focused on is a brand new area for our business. And it was honestly kind of kismet how this all worked out. This was not planned or a part of my goals or my hiring process. But Jess started working with us. Then I got an amazing cold pitch from a woman named Natasha, who we hired. And the last area we've been focused on and seeing massive results from our chat funnels. We have been using, you might have been noticing this on my Instagram, we've been using different keywords lately and leveraging the power of automated DM strategy. And it has been incredible on Instagram. And I have an entire episode coming up on what this is and what we're doing. But we've been working hard on this part of the process because it helps us meet people where they already are. And it also gives us this opportunity for people, again, to tell us what they need the most and to serve them well. So we're putting our 
followers and listeners and clients and consumers in the driver's seat of here's what I need from you. And it allows us to serve at a much deeper level. And so something that we've been doing in Jess's heading up, which has been so helpful, is that we're creating a quiz type experience that will allow someone who is new to me or interacting with me to answer a few questions about themselves, where they're at and what they need the most help with. And it'll allow me to connect them with the best resource needed to get them started. I actually talked a little bit about this in my recent episode about email list building strategies. It has been a huge focus for us, something that we admittedly were not even planning on doing, but that has transformed things for us. And it has generated some massive results. Like It has really changed how we market. If you actually want to see how this works, or if you're curious about what we've been up to, if you DM me on Instagram, just send me the word funnel. You can actually see it in action and get connected to the amazing team who sets all of this up for me to see if it's a fit for you and your business. So this has been something that Jess has been spearheading. And it's been so helpful having someone that kind of is overseeing all of our marketing efforts that understands the goal and that is helping us simplify those. And so that is something that we're focused on in giving this awesome experience and utilizing the power of these bots and automation to simplify our processes, to collect data and to serve people better. And so I'm really fired up and excited about that. And I'm having a full episode where you can hear more about what we've been doing and how it's been working for us. But it's been amazing. Now, one thing that I want to note that I think is so cool is that I knew that I did not need a full-time chief of marketing. And so one thing that I love about Jess is that she's a fractional CMO, which basically means she works part-time as a CMO for a handful of clients. And what's interesting about her business is she saw this need in the marketplace for companies that needed that marketing leadership, but didn't need it in a full-time capacity. And so what she's been able to do with us is work really closely with CEOs and owners to create and develop these strategies around their core business goals. And she's also able to oversee a marketing team or department. And so what's really interesting is that her goal is kind of allowing the business owner or the CEO to take a step back from the nitty gritty marketing strategy while still driving the results. And if you remember at the beginning of the show, I talked about how I don't have a marketing team. I literally don't have a marketing team. I don't have anyone helping me with my content. I am the creator, the brainstormer, the editor, the captioner. Like I am doing all these things, which by the way, I don't want to be doing all of that on my own anymore. And so it's been really helpful to have somebody step in, in this capacity. And what our goal is, is having her on at a more full-time position standpoint for our business and then kind of easing out to more of like a office hours type arrangement after we get all the meat of these four pillars set up. And the other awesome thing is, is that if and when we are able to hire people in a marketing position for the business, she will help oversee them and train them on the big vision. And so it's like I've been able to still do the strategy I love and spearhead that piece of it while also letting go of some of the control and really looking at how some of these pieces that maybe got missed while I was busy building my company can really help serve us in this mission to do less work, but generate impactful results. And so that's a place where we're at right now. And that's why I'm so, so excited about what we are up to as a company. 
So if you're curious about what we've been up to or why the marketing girl hired a CMO, I hope that this episode explained it. And maybe it challenges you to think about what can you set up in your own business to help measure your efforts? Or where are there places where you've been the expert, but maybe it's time to outsource or ask for help or get a fresh perspective? This has been a really incredible experience for me and something that I'm really happy that we did this year. And I foresee in the future just continuing to bring in experts to get the help that we need to grow the business in a way that leads to greater impact, but also helps us to build the lives that we love, the lives that feel good. At the heart of my mission, that is what I want for me. That is what I want for my team. And that is what I want for you, my sweet listener. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Of course, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.